from Quite the Thing Media. Hello everyone, welcome back to What Maneuver. It's Kev here to... I'm not going to lie, we're going to talk about 1997. Um, and there's no one I would rather talk about 1997 with than the wonderful Mr. Craig Fry. Craig, how are you? Fifty down, good buddy. We're good into our wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, they, they say you should leave your comfort zone, um, but 1997 is mine and I'm not too fond of leaving it. Uh, I'm, doing, uh, I'm doing WCW 1999 in a minute. Uh, oh. We probably should do more yeah, WCW on here. Yeah, it's so weird when you watch some of these shows and, you know, this is still WWE losing the ratings for, uh, but we're not doing a Raw uh, today. But uh, when you looked at some of the Nitros, you're thinking, that was winning. <laughs> uh, and you look at the, the, the you know, without adverts, they run like an hour and a half long. But there's like, you know, a cumulative... You know, thirty-five minutes of wrestling, <laughs> and you then remember the uh, the segments, the interviews, and there were some absolute belters I, on both sides at this time. The NWO was hot as could be. Like we've just gone past the uh, the NWO Arn Anderson retirement <laughs> mockery. <laughs> which is they got heat for that, didn't they? Even though Arn sort of knew about it, but then everybody decided he was raging about it. Yeah, went, went to his beer cooler. He made me out to be a drunk. And Kevin Nash, it was Arn's cooler. <laughs> oh. But we'll do that we still be another day. Um, as you listen to this, or as it downloads, um, it'll be the 20th of September 2022. And this show is 25 years old. Um, I wasn't watching this live. Uh, the one, we should say, the show we're talking about is WWF One Night Only UK, 1997. Um, before we start playing, we're always going to watch along in the background and just discuss whatever really comes to mind. But, Craig, were you watching at this point? Did you see this show? Because this would have been, was this been free on Sky, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was a Sky Box Office. It was Ooh. advertised on the SummerSlam paper. You listen to be the uh, Sean's. Well, this was a good. This first advertised in every return. Obviously, him and uh, the plucky youngster called Triple H started teaming um, after SummerSlam. Um, the DX still isn't a thing yet, but no, it was Sky Box of Box Office on a Saturday night. Uh, I had just turned seventeen, but. Uh, Sacrifice the night of other days drinking in a bus stop to uh to watch this and uh I think I might have had a wee drink afterwards. It was uh, pretty apoplectic <laughs> from the finish. Well, before we start playing, and we're gonna start playing from one forty seven forty five. Um we're gonna cut out most of the dross and just go with the two main events. Um and I've cut back on the Undertaker's entrance because that takes a good five minutes itself usually. Uh, let's just quickly discuss the rest of the card. Now, there's um, something that would go on to main event pay-per-views. There's something that should not main event a Jim Hall show. Um, and then there's some other very 1997 stuff. So we've got Triple H with China, defeated Dude Love. 
course, that would be a feud that we may well revisit in a couple of weeks. Um, Tiger Ali Singh defeated Leaf Cassidy. Um, the Headbangers defeated Los Bariquas. Los Bariquas are one of these teams that it was after Savio Vega left the nation, wasn't it? He created Los Bariquas and changed, created the DOA and everybody had a faction, but they, I mean, they were jobbers. They were jobbers. Uh, the Patriot defeated Flash Funk, which I thought was strange, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, and the LOD defeated the Godwins. And finally, before this match, Vader defeated Owen Hart. What stands out for you there, Craig? Because, in fact, don't even tell me, it's Tiger Ali singing it. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a match where, um, yeah, the opener, which has been repeated two nights later on Raw with... Uh, a wee twist. <laughs> uh, it's still one of my favourite favourite promos ever. Uh, where Triple H, Triple H and Mick Foley were fantastic dance partners. I think we talked about it uh, the last show we did. It's like, you know, you sometimes you have people that their past cross every year, but it always feels fresh. You know, in 96, Triple H is helping uh, Foley bury The Undertaker in the Bury the Life match. <laughs> They, uh, they feud all through the summer here uh, from King of the Ring uh, and finally conclude that feud two nights later with the uh, return of Cactus Jack. Uh, 98, uh, Foley's on Mick Foley's shoulders as, uh, as, he, as he wins the title. It started the year of the eight-man tag at No Way Out. 99, they... Uh, 99, the uh, Triple H pins fully for his first title, and then they, they wrap up uh, as Mick's full-time career in 2000, the two great matches at Royal Rumble and No Way Out, so, yeah, terrific dance partners, and, you know, tonight we're going to see Bulldog and Michaels, who were always great together as well, so, yeah, it's it, it's funny how it works out. It is. Um, I, I always think it's a wee bit like a, a youth academy a football team, where if they sort of they join together, they rise through the ranks together, then they eventually make the first team together. Um, I always think that's pretty cool. Barcelona have been good at that. And like your Chavi and NESs and stuff like that, you know what I mean? But yeah. let's get this show... Two set, set a false narrative. They did, they did. Um, well, let's get this show on the road. Uh, see, we're at 147.45. You ready? Hell yeah. Three, two, one, go. I'll turn my telly down so you can't hear it. Um, Takers 97, I, I think, well, I think a lot of 97, but I think this is Takers best get up. This is him. He's not quite the creature of darkness anymore. He's not quite into the ministry. Because it, 98, he pops in and out in 98, didn't he? He feuds with Sean, then he feuds with Kane, and then. After SummerSlam, does he sort of go away? After no, the Austin no, match? No, because then... You oh, no, he's the in Aust- the, the, the Games tournament, isn't he? Well, uh, it's nine, triple, 99. Triple threat where uh, Austin Kane take the title off... Uh, sorry, Undertaker and Kane take the title off Austin. Then you've got the... Uh, then the Brett's, actual- Brett's still over here. Sorry to talk over you, but Brett's still over. Look. I, he was he- getting... They did a great interview when he was getting booed. And uh, he turns it around and says, oh, you know, we're always getting that opinion from American TV. And uh, 
kind of it was a bit sort of yeah, that's so there's the fans cheers here matters he goes yeah it matters to me uh and Owen got such a pop as well uh when he came out against Vader they try to say it's because Owen was you know Bulldog's long-term tag partner but yeah I just wish you said this is Birmingham as well yeah Birmingham wonder how the NEC where they used to film gladiators <laughs> which is uh, coming back again buzzing yeah I know but it'll not be the same they'll ruin it they'll ruin everything they bring back do you remember what was the wrestling show they had on ITV on a Saturday night celebrity wrestler uh, or something oh that was horrible with uh, uh, Piper as the presenter and uh, Jeff Jeff Brazier uh, the guy from the uh, postcode Big Brother is he Big Brother no no, yeah, he, uh, he pumped Jade Goody. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Was I say Undertaker? Well, never rest in peace. Signs, uh, <laughs> signs are making such a comeback as well. Hopefully, that young boy's here. It never makes a comeback. What is that? Oh, do they have the mushroom? Aye, the mushroom. Aye. I had the mushroom. You know the signs this week on uh, AW Dynamite. Like <laughs> a guy in a Jim Cornette T-shirt. Holds up a sign right in the hard camera, right in between Moxley and da- uh, uh, Danielson. CM Punk owns the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> of course, last week we spoke about that. And there's no calm down. It's still going. They're still suspended. Well, I think Omega's in Japan doing something with a video game. Oh, apparently not in an official capacity. Is it my eyes? I know. I'm sort of slightly colourblind, but Brett's pink doesn't look really pink. It looks sort of purpley blue, but it might just be. Ah, it's, no, it's just a, a, a darker, a darker Dark, pink. Of course, they wore blue when they first started the Heart Foundation, didn't they? Yeah. For a while. But no. PPV I'll, I'll sucks. Like... That guy in the crowd was a visionary. Pay per view sucks. Damn it, we'll network. <laughs> It wasn't so much um, a sign as a, a bit of paper. Look at Bray the heel here, undoing the turnbuckle. Well, Undertaker intimidates the referee. Who is that referee? Kyoda. Kyoda, I thought so. I was surprised he got released, you know. I always think when you've got that senior referee, it makes your title match seem yeah. that, like a little bit more important. It now seems that they've got Referees that uh, ex superstar prefers working with, uh, which has always happened. You know, Flair had had Charles Robinson. Uh, Ed seems to favour the the lassie Jessica Carr. Um, See, I, I mean, I'm not like I think it was a normal match. You can sort of get away with a female referee, but that's meant to be a combat sport. Yeah. Right? So if there's going to be two big guys going at each other. Uh, are we trying to pound lassies not going to stop them on the other hand you say you know what they're not going to hit a wifey but they could slap Earl Hebner around I bet they uh, don't know if you're too busy going to fly somebody you're not going to check about who's around you yeah the last referee's very yeah. competent Turnbuckle's been lying there for ages and not noticed my, my theory on like uh, every UFC press conference like if they're so hard how come that Slever and bald fat idiot Derek White always gets in the middle of them and they're like, oh no. 
it's it's very obviously next seven we were just coming into Raw the big Tron but the thing is, is there a big Tron here or is it just a sort of no it's still like the uh, metal is, uh, is it like a big like a big screen without being a Tron like like I mean the commentators have still got a table literally a, the a size of the telly <laughs> I know I mean I think I've got a bigger telly on my wall now than it's up in this arena I believe the, like the cube oh know? the cube they were brilliant I always thought they were a great web. Yeah. Like you, could, like you could hit somebody with it, but like it make it look there's a screen there, so it's like Aye. it's not the the Titan Tron. Almost into the early the Tron was there, but yeah. And this uh, this ring is sort of, this sort of is raised in it. They're on some sort of platform. Yeah. Like the whole ringside area. But they had that uh, in ninety two as well. If you, if you remember when Brett walks as a step, so the ring's yeah. elevated from the floor seats. I I would think that's funny. It's these two guys involved in a battle and somebody just reaches out and sort of pats one of them. Like, I touched Brett! <laughs> Imran rules. Imran's stealing a wee bit of Hulk's gimmick there, whoever that is. But I mean... The... <laughs> yeah, I think, I think two of them are out in a day pass. Yeah, look, I wonder, like, the, the surprise they allowed that, the big MEC... For meal signs. Like they see on the on the barriers. They're, they're so, yeah, but they're they're different when they go abroad. It's like if you watch the Saudi shows now, um they don't have the um, the seat fillers. You know, like if you uh, watch a, a seat like uh, nowadays, the the hard cam side, uh, or the hard cam view, the crowd's so different because it's almost sterile. You uh, yeah. some of these ones and then the Saudi shows as well they're obviously just there because they feel like I don't like wrestling fans they're wandering around texting and such like you see that saying die by shelf die don't love Frederick Simpsons sideshow Bob no that is the Bischoff the <laughs> but I mean this is we we discussed SummerSlam ninety two a couple of weeks ago. This has been the, this is the biggest show. We'll be back obviously for the house show loops, but what, I mean, what I'm trying to think what else would have been a big attraction before the this. I see this was the one they made a proper big deal of with the whole being on pay per view and it, and they sort of never ever admitted it happened on Raw as far as I'm aware. Like it was never part of it. Ah the. Yeah, between Brett and Brett and Taker. Yeah, like yeah. as a, as a, they never. I don't think this is all this weekend in Birmingham, England. I'm pre- yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. So I was like, oh, cool! It's that match it was almost like a surprise. I think the only advertised match was um, Sean and Bulldog, and the rest of it was like, oh, cool! There's a play. definitely because I remember, you know, Vader against. So I was like, wow. It's strange yeah. putting the European title on last, isn't it? Is a bit of it. It's hometown. It's it's bulldog bulldog in UK in the nineties. Yeah. Um. You know he's the reason for coming to it. There's just there's so many Hart Foundation signs. Like there's one that says "Go back to Canada." Bret Hart, a wrestler, a champion, a hero. Hart Foundation. Pillman sucks. There's one Undertaker there. That looks like a rather bad one of the Hart Foundation behind him as well. Oh, but Brett was always over in Europe. 
Yeah. Even like at like eighty nine for the first like try the singles push. Where we watched I think it was like London, it was one of those um I'm trying to think what I'd read it was, but it was the one with the really awkward steps for the railway. Yeah. I mean, Vince and commentary. Vince would wrap up commentary. What would his last event be? Uh, oh, Is bad, it bad blood. blood? Aye, that's got to be. Blood, that's got to be. That's got to be Kane. Uh, so I, yeah. Um, strange. And then, obviously, every if you say Raw, I thought stuff like everybody thinks of Lawler and Jr. I suppose young people might think of like Michael Cole or something. Poor buggers. I know. I tell you, summer of 2001, JR and Heyman was good. Heyman, Heyman was good, and JR said that, like, he riles you up and you don't know what he's going to say, so he keeps you on edge, so you get more. <laughs> JR slacking Heyman about living in his mum's basement and everything. Well, at least he doesn't share a bank account with his mum, I suppose. So it was a plus. Oh, it's been. <laughs> He actually felt bad for Tony sat there. He's thinking, what did I do? My big, my biggest star slacking my friends. <laughs> well, I will get Xander on so that he can, he can discuss what he thinks. He's got a girlfriend. Situation. I know. These people that grow up get a girlfriend. But I mean, right, look at this match. They were outside for what? 10 seconds? Yeah. And even that, it was just up the island back. WCW sign. Controversial. Oh, I tell you what, you talk about like, you know, weak undercards uh, for, for some of these tours. I was looking at the uh, this arena and um, WCW did a show there. In, I've got, uh, I knew you were going to say that because I remember this. In That's not one of the last, uh, one of the last WWE tours. March two thousand, March two thousand. I think they did another one in November. But here's the WCW, March the tenth, two thousand. Norman Smiley defeated David Flair. Big Booker T beat Fit, Fit Finley. That's, that's all right. Yes. Bam Bam Bigelow beat the Wall. The Wall who. What was a prodigy Jerry, of Berlin at first, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. Alex, right? He never, he never made a comeback. The only person to beat Triple H on a WCW pay per view. Jim Duggan beat Brian Knobs in a hardcore match. Just, just remind me what year this is. Two thousand. Two thousand. Jim Duggan versus one of the nasty boys. Uh, something that WWE <clears> would have had in pay per view. I'm well, not even as a single, but well, they were they were at Battle before. Royal. They were at Battle Royal at Royal Albert Hall. Of course they were. Uh, uh, Big Vito and Johnny the Bull beat uh, Big Ron and Heavy D, the Harris Brothers. Uh, also, were they also Creative Control? Uh, uh, the Bruce Brothers. The Blue Brothers, BLU. And the Blue Brothers, yeah, Jacob and Eli. Lex Luger, and Va- uh, Lex Luger beat Vampiro. And Ric Flair defeated Kurt Hennig in the main event. That yeah, would have been a good card, like maybe fifteen years before, maybe ten. I'll say ten. Ten years before. But yeah, 
I always love this move. Look at this move right now that Taker's put on the backbreaker, putting on Brett. I, I love the wrestling moves that look as if they absolutely kill you, but they're not really sore at all. That's the best. Yeah. And that there. Like even like early Undertaker, where you just used to like choke people. Huh? Yeah. So simple. Talk, we, we've talked about like the scary heels, so like the last UK show we watched. Or not. We did, we did uh, SummerSlam night too, but you know, we did like Battle Royal, Royal, Royal Albert Hall. It's like Undertaker, where they do the choke and the eyes would roll back, and he's massive. You're thinking, that guy could kill me, albeit I was yeah. te- 10, 11 at the time. <laughs> Earthquake. That guy, if he sat on me, would kill me. <laughs> and he's big and he's angry and he doesn't manscape and he shouts. 100%. You, very simple. Well, take a little bit of stretching. I'm really saying this will be the close to the end for these WWF yellow uh, logos. The old school ones. Um, the scratch logo soon, will we? Is that yes. November? Why do you want to say November? Or do we have them in 98? I think we still have them into 98. I'm trying to think when the Scratch logo appeared. You know, Attitude appears around about... Um, debuted in 97 around the time of the Survivor Series, the Scratch logo. Oh, there you go. Um, so, yeah, two months, two months away. I mean, I think it all changed around about that famous night in Montreal... Uh, maybe just the, the signs are there probably the good guys versus bad guys yeah yeah it's uh, that's been a funny old year hasn't it uh, right about the time of Survivor there. Series in 97 it debuted it was run to the place on the top of the new gen design as the company gradually changed direction Oh, there's well, Bruce. Bruce, Bruce's quote is saying, we had the block, the kind of yellow, and it was a very clean look. I was in a meeting, it wasn't company-wide, but as a department head, and I remember scratching over it on a notepad. Oh, Bruce is taking credit for it. <laughs> I heard that one, and I heard a beard glass once as well. Yeah, Bruce likes Bruce to take the credit of things, doesn't he? And then, of course, we've got the, the new... I don't know how you'd call it. The it's like a modern version of the scratch in it, which is too. Yeah. How would you say it? More aesthetically pleasing scratches to sort of triangles as opposed to scratch. Hmm. You learn something every day. Every day is a school day. But yeah, so we're now into the Triple H era. Yeah. yeah. News today: War Games will be at Survivor Series. I'm assuming that'll be the Bloodline versus somebody. That's exactly what I was thinking, or you know, Bloodline minus Roman because they've got the the other guy now that just won the North American NXT. I mean, that, that's perfect, isn't it? Just get somebody else in and do most of the work, and then just make Roman even more elite. Absolutely. Yeah, here comes the, the bit that Jericho messed up. The figure mm-hmm. four round the, the, the post. Jericho done this lately and 
partner fell and banged his head because the guy needs to catch her leg. Yeah. And Jericho never told her, see how Taker grabs the foot to stop Brett just falling back. Yeah. Or Brett would get the referee to like try and stop him, you know, and then he'd like say, sorry, I'm going to do it so he'd protect him because, you know, that's another one of the, you know, concussion aspects that Brett had. Ah, that that wouldn't have helped because I think he said he'd done that. Um, and it's Goldberg in that Goldberg match that Brett and Goldberg never held his foot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So far we've got a show in Saudi and no sign of Goldberg yet. Roman Reigns against Logan Paul. I mean, I seen Uncle Dave Meltzer reporting this a big news. So I thought, oh, I wonder what this is. I was expecting Vince's trail has been <laughs> more of it has been uncovered but no it was just that and I'm like well, that's not really big news to me that's but then again I, I didn't know who Logan Paul was before he appeared me there that's very much a Xander question Xander knows about him he talks about him is he a brother or something brother's uh, boxing as well <sighs> so, I don't know who that is but um AJ three sixteen. Of course, we're right at the height of Austin three sixteen, aren't we? Yeah, it's been kicking about a couple of months. But he ain't there. Look at fifteen months since he first. Uh, I used to like that as well. The figure four, but in the pin because you're so knackered fighting it. Yeah, and sometimes that people used to like take the two, just to sort of like lie back. One two. Just yeah. as I say that, look, there's an Austin three sixteen sign there, but it's more Brett signs. Oh yeah. Now, people might have a couple. Bret Hart, the world's best. I always liked when folk would turn up with signs and they'd misspell Bret. You know, they'd put Two it in, like a second T in it. It's like, dude, <laughs> what is this, the early days of the Green Brigade? <laughs> or, or it was um, Rick, R-I-C-K, Flair. Well, <laughs> well my uh, VHS of uh, Battle Royal at the Royal Albert Hall uh, had that spelt. Like such. I wonder if it was like one of those, like, you know, put the X or Z on Taz if they're going to try and, like, you know, copyright Ric Flair with a K. Oh, they weren't the only ones to do that. Um, that's one of the Rangers reviews, season reviews, and they've got players we sign spelt wrong. I'm sure it's Gattuso. Yeah, it is Gattuso. Gattuso. Um, I was it's... watching for a pod I'd done, I watched a Leeds United season review. And they said that they signed David Robertson from Celtic. <laughs> so I wish. No, the Gattuso one was on the thing in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I was like, I, I, I was. Where you go? <laughs> no, I, was, I was. I was playing. I was playing an old uh, like chat manager in lockdown. I think I managed to get like the ninety seven, ninety eight season done, and it was like you know, fucking. Trezeguet was spelled appallingly as was Shevchenko. Um, I was signing, I was signing these <laughs> soon to be wonder kids for Rangers. Which, uh, yeah, never I was going to say that the figure four is a brilliant move because you can put it on more or less anyone and then anyone can reverse it. Yeah, of course you can reverse it because that's how the body parts work. <laughs> no, just like, I mean, it's it, it is a bright move. Uh, you know, it's, it almost really, like a, it, well, it, it's almost like a rest hold as well, you know? Uh, but I, 
he's currently says there should be no rest holds, but because you're selling and Taker was given at the beginning there, he was lying back, he was showing pain. Yeah, this is it's probably 96 that Taker starts to get the, you know, the better dad's partners. He starts the year off against Brett and Rumble. <laughs> what are you saying about John Gonzalez? <laughs> <laughs> and King Kong Bundy. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the two that but okay, we had uh, big uh, big cabba. I'd love to have seen some of like the early USWA stuff. There's like a match, it's Dutch Mantel and Steve Austin tagging against uh Mean Mark Callis and the Soul Taker, which was uh, <laughs> the Godfather. Just to see like some of their early day stuff. Uh, Somebody somebody's then, got a sign that said socket to the dog, Sean. When you want to be American, but you're really from Birmingham. Yeah, pretty much. What, what, what was that? I, I do enjoy reading signs from about this period. <laughs> what, was the, what was the one I seen ages ago? It was like, back in the 90s, we didn't need Twitter to be controversial. Uh, we didn't have Twitter to be controversial. We had to make signs and get them on wrestling shows. And a guy at WCW Nitro with TLC or lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's actually this a really is probably good... a hate crime now. There's um, a really good Twitter account called Judina uh, Signs. Um, I mean, if you're ever bored on Twitter, go to this. Good twenty-eight thousand follower. What's the first coming? I came to see man boobies. Uh, I'm wet. Pork is not a verb. Um, Goldberg eats healthy food. Nash masturbates. Spell B A I T S. Um, lots of people suck. Austin needs a nap. Boner three sixty nine. <laughs> Cable vision sucks. www.deanmalenkoeatsdogs.com. This is a site that says cock. I'm going to be on television. Oh, <laughs> a rather unfortunate one right behind JR's head where it says rock hard in a very descript <laughs> drawing of a penis. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're ever bored going um, on Attitude Either Size on Twitter, the, the, re- the real fat chick thriller. <laughs> oh, that was uh, Mike, Mike Awesome. I yeah. just see that I'm going to be on television and trying to remember what kind of South Park episode that's from because I'm, uh, I'm also doing that as well. Rikishi's ass is hotter than Stephanie's. <laughs> I uh, couldn't think of a better sign. <laughs> Austin weighs beer. Um, DX suck my 12 inches. Uh, it's four twenty time. Well, that must be from RBD. Um, do you smell what the cock is spraying? Um, Triple H hung my hairy hacky sack. Uh, my balls itch. <laughs> that there's obviously a. This must have been for WCW. I have no idea what's going on. Um, Obi Wan jabroni. <laughs> that must have been knitting that either. You ever see the one where the guy behind me can't see? <laughs> yeah, classic. Uh, big sloppy pussy. I love porn. <laughs> he has dandruff pointing at the guy in front of him. 
<laughs> oh. oh, yeah, just... Oh. My, my piece stinks. <laughs> PlayStation for life. Um, La Femme de Quita is a babe next on USA. Because <laughs> you used to get those... Uh, those uh, lead-ins, didn't you? Next up, La Femme de Quita. Never watched that in my life, but if you ever downloaded, like... Before we did network, you had to download um, episodes of Raw or buy them, and that's what they were heard. What's this one? This is the last one I'll read. Vince McMahon is gay and also likes to bang little chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the last one. Acknowledge these nuts. So that's a, that's a new one. That's for Roman. Um, but look, right, look at the crowd. Right, because right now, right, if we've just come off Clash at the Castle, where. I think Drew had a lot, a lot of people convinced that he was going to win the belt. Now, you look back and realise like, oh, no, there's no chance of Drew winning that. I think we knew he was winning that in, at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. But I don't know if people are sort of they're right up for Brett. I know he's a champion. I think they thought they were going to make take us to me. And then all of a sudden the big hand comes out. Uh, but Brett's never beat Taker clean. Nor should he, you know, six yeah. foot two, six foot two Brett against six foot ten Taker, you know. So then Rumble oh, is D D's like loves, fifty, right? That's right. Ninety five is that? Probably ninety five. Six. And then it's always getting mixed up. Every time. Number slam where Mike Michaels with the chair. Ninety five was uh, Diesel Brett with their schmoz finish. <laughs> that turnbuckle pad still lying there. Aye, Royal Rumble, uh, 95, Undertaker defeated IRS. Sorry. You can see why I I forgot that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it, IRS had interfered in the um, Survivor Series match against Yokozuna to get revenge for Royal Rumble. Had got karate kicked by uh, Jack Norris. But it's got the bell. There's a turnbuckle pad. And he, oh, Taker just a bit turned around because like you knew Brett wasn't going to happen because he was holding the bell end. Hey, 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 boom, boom. Um, as as he, if he used the wooden end, then the same wooden end he hit, actually hit Austin with at WrestleMania. Yeah, a chop block. Another. It's game so move. good, you know. It's like the heel's got the whip and he's going to get this come off if he hits him. No, the. The face blocks it. Now the face has the weapon. The referee's going to stop him, and then the heel does a a sneaky. I love him better name as well. Put put the leg in the bottom rope and then jump on it. And Again, it like just I say, slips down that, seconds that, before. That, oh, cameraman down. Always oh, a good spot as well. Yeah. <laughs> I like the one was at WrestleMania 15 where Rock had the camera. And just filmed. Yeah. Austin. You got a stunner, didn't you? Middle finger stunned him. Aye. But I mean, you, you don't see that. Again, that added a wee bit of realism when you put the like, the Japanese photographers around the ringside. Your, your cameramen dressed as just like normal guys. WBF used to insist on them they wore the big boiler, so it's mind. Aye. Which was always good because, like, if you wanted to smuggle a wrestler in, 
Uh, it's yeah. disguise. You could just put in a boiler suit and people would just, yeah. it would just blend in. Yeah, like, uh, it was it Mankind that did the attack Triple H after King of the Ring? Yeah. And of course, the big the big cameras made for cracking weapons as well. Yeah. That was also a good breath spot when it's sliding into the ring post with your ribs. Or the uh, the sternum first into the turnbuckle. Yeah. Different, you know? Yeah, it, stand, it stands out. Should they? Here's a here's a thing. What move should they bring back? Should somebody use old school? It's so easy to counter though. I mean, you got you could do the arm drag, or <laughs> I like to when Austin used to punch Taker the nuts. Was <laughs> trying to you know it's like yeah you're standing there you've got my arm my other arm is literally you know your nuts are within punching distance and you're exposed. It's very like. In a cafe world, it's very for the risk reward factor because really you're just getting one big sort of lump on the back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you, if you go off the top and you go on someone, then you really should win the match. Um, depending on what move you're doing. The set's literally like a scaffold tower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that we take a reverse look and then just they happen to get to the ropes. Aye. Oh. Uh, I think the first time I seen like the t- oh this is brilliant yeah this is following a wee bit from Foley Mick Foley's year yeah but uh, the first time I saw like the tombstone reversal spot was uh, Ricky Steamboat against Steve Austin for the WCW television title in '92 yeah. and they did the tombstone reversals you know like when they you know backflip over and it's so cool. Just before, so Steamboat took the title off Austin and then dropped it to uh, Scotty Steiner. Uh, table for three, uh, for three on Friday. Oh, Chokes down to the referee. Uh, table for three on Friday. Drug break on the Steiner brothers. There's Owen. Out to help his brother. Yeah. And, uh, Briscoe, I think. Yep. <laughs> Just before he was officially a stooge. Mr. That's the Mac thing. Man. They were on stage for on screen for a while. What was that? A tennis ball got thrown in the ring. Oh, he, he over. <laughs> he had to protect him there because he went a wee bit too far. And look, Brett doesn't do that thing when he just nips up and runs away. Now he's just lying there because he's been selling by, by ring ropes. It's not AEW where Sammy Guevara falls off a ladder onto barbed wire and five seconds later is climbing back up a ladder. <laughs> oh. The Union flag with the WWF logo is quite good as well. Fits in perfectly, doesn't it? And then while Taker's distracted, Brett staggers out, doesn't walk, doesn't run, staggers. Get helped. Oh, take her used to stop him, didn't he? Like, yeah, like never like ran after you. It's still like you know Mike Mike Myers, Jason Voorhees stalking, isn't it? Oh, he's not happy. 
take us going back because the official announcement just been made. The ring alert was away. It's like a chimpanzee there. It's just a little girl. <laughs> JR was always brilliant with that. Explaining the situation. We've got a referee down, we've got this down, this is happening, that's happening. Yeah. He's still good. AEW's getting it right using him sparingly. Well, I maintain that JR does not like AEW. I'm sure he likes no. the money. But Tim is impotent. There you go. Um, <laughs> but when you hear him on his podcast, he just slates the product. He slates like too many. The one I listened to, I'm like a month or two behind. Uh, there's a goat. Um, uh, I slates too many titles and a promotion, just as AEW introduced two new titles. Yeah. This is uh, us going for the, the fourth title. Yeah. I mean, this was fine. I had no issues with because he's a big enough roster. Yeah. Um, and your world title was not defended on Raw every week. No. Um, it was defended, what was that? I don't know the full defence, but I'm thinking pay-per-view wide in 97. Sean beat Sid at the Rumble, then it was what, Fatal 4? Um, yeah. Then, and then it was the next night, wasn't it, on Raw? Yeah, Sid took it off Brett. And then that Take was Mania. Mania. And then Brett... That's it wasn't defended at King of the Ring, was it? Uh, yeah, against Farouk. Oh, fuck. It wasn't defended. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I tell you what, if you, if you go back and watch that, and and the build-up and the promos, some of them are... Uh, Farouk 97, when he do guest commentary or interviews, jeez, <laughs> it is not quite cutting edge, but I don't think you're going to get away with that. No, yeah. no, there's, it's very odd to tell you. I always used to like it when they showed you these being sort of backstage walked past Gorilla. Yeah. There's like one with Austin, they have like a paper cup of water and he puts it in his head before he goes yeah. out and stuff. And like, I, I think it was like 2001 as well, they had a camera right on the top of the Tron. So you'd see them coming out from the back. Yeah. I always thought it was a cool visual. It's like, um, like Austin's last match, or what we thought, against Rock in 2003. And the camera catches him from behind. And you just feel like you're walking to the ring with Austin. Uh, you know, just little wee different things. I mean, like Sean that. isn't quite full heel there. But he's still getting a lot of cheers. Bulldog will put the bite on Sean. The thing is, as well, the British crowd are quite often just happy to see them. Yeah, probably that's how the crowd is just now. You know, so the whole storyline or, you know, character doesn't... Well, really uh, that'll change in about <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> this, shit, this shit goes nuclear. Oh, a couple of ladies. Oh, look. Is this the one where the barrier comes down? Oh, somebody pushing up. No, that was King, Sean's eye. That was King of the Ring. <laughs> oh. It <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy with a moustache almost got a kiss off Sean as well. 
He do. This is the best in-ring pyro. I've also got a special love for SIDS. Not how yeah. bad it is, like they would lower the the SID. Ah, but they just rejigged the Ultimate Warrior, the one they started doing for Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. I think they just took the flame, because they started that in the uh, WrestleMania 2000, uh, WrestleMania uh, 12. And, uh, I also love Sean's boots here. See with the Heartbreak Kid logo on them. Ah, the biker boots. Yeah. This is his best look. Like, the wee sort of gauntlets. Yeah, we always talk about Bulldog's best look in 97. Bulldog's just did the short tights. He did. This one's, aye, this is a good one. Of course, he's a, his uh, sister's battling cancer and Bulldog, the interview before this, has dedicated the match to his sister with, I think it was, terminal cancer. What could possibly go wrong? Yes. At least they learnt the lesson when uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. dedicated it to paediatric cancer for the women's tag titles. Ah, the lovely Diana. Oh, somebody's NWO for life behind her. <laughs> now, with Union Jack on the inside of Bulldog's cape and, uh, do know, is it a lion's sort of fur on the outside? Yeah, this is the first time he's had the cape fur. Oh, I think it's the first time he's had the cape since his 92 run. Heartbreak Gimp. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, signs back then, I mean, this is before they really confidence to skate his signs, were <laughs> Clearly. <Yeah>. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I think it was Connect's podcast. Said, Why don't we see signs? He was like, you know, you can't hold a sign and take a picture of your phone nowadays. Oh, Sean's going down already to start the noise up for the sister. Well, Bulldog poses. Yeah, we talk about the lack, the lack of psychology in the modern product. This match demonstrated, you know, it does not make sense. No, because DX, well, they won the DX yet. It's been a couple of weeks before they were DX officially. But the heart's just <laughs> on yourself, Bulldog. And they do a spot in here. They always used to do it in Sean and Bulldog matches where Sean would have him some sort of arm bar and then Bulldog would pick him up with one arm. Brilliant spot. Yeah. Bulldog's standing suplex as well was always brilliant. Yeah. Especially when he did it in Vader. <laughs> and many other time people out with actual real cameras. Yeah. Is this just before disposable cameras came on the go? Yeah, oh, we can't probably read that one. Sean that is a... Uh... <laughs> well, we can't read that now. It was, uh, Unless you like them with gravy. Yeah, so the, the food... Uh, Sean is a foodstuff. Yeah. Oh, well, he's proven the point there. <laughs> Pointing to his derriere. 
Yeah, even like the the rope of the ring necklace. Yeah. What was that? Was that his wedding ring for his first marriage? I don't know. Sport spice for life. How is it sporty? There's always one. I love that. Look, so simple. The heel telling the referee he's pulled my hair. Love it. Mm. Such a simple visual. Yeah, or Ryan Portis. I don't know what that puts it. Sean Swing something. I don't know what the front row sign says. Oh, can't even make it that side, mate. Sorry, that's just that's the A4 paper to get. Or, or it used to be like, you know, sticking bits of paper together on the big the big roll of uh, <laughs> paper from like the BBC printer that yeah. you got in your school. <laughs> Try to type in the biggest font that you could. Such so, a night, such a 90s look, isn't it? The dress, yeah. Right? Okay, I like this as well. So, Sean's like, I'll try and get an advantage here. I'll use this and I'll leverage it. Bulldog just says, No, I'll pull you off that and fling it at the mat. Oh, and see, see, I like it. It doesn't look perfect. Yeah, can you get a wee s'mores like that? It's brilliant. Rather than it, it looks like a fight, it doesn't look yeah. like it's yeah. I just jumped into your arms, like you know, where Leonardo and Kate, yeah. And look, Bulldog coming off the wrong rope and stuff. Sean Wright in it. Brilliant. I, li- I like it when they do like the diagonal runs and things like that. Dustin Rhodes used to do a fantastic Bulldog. Yeah. But it's not, you know, head on attack. He's like, nah, 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 let me have this. I'm, I'm out of here. I don't need to take this. Time out. I love how the heels always call for a time out. It's brilliant, isn't it? And see, because that, that bad element we said earlier on, it's Lord. It just looks so brilliant. Triple H used to do something like that as well, where they'd go out of the ring and get a face bump. Sean will be a couple of glances to the back looking for the insurance policy. Oh, it'll be poked to the eye. That'll slow anyone down. Poked to the eye. Bulldog try not to take over from Steve Austin with a knee brace. No gimmick infringement here. This is also a good move in NWO WW Revenge. Ramming people into the, the turnbuckles. Yeah, I never had that. What? Never had oh, Nintendo. Oh man. That this was... is settled for WCW versus the world. This I I went to my other head he's like running to every room. No, you're not going to throw him over. Again, such simple spots, right? In the end, it, it it's nothing more than a power slam. But oh. it, it it tells you that Sean's in danger, right? It tells you that the bulldog's strong because he's walking about carrying him, and then it it just it's, it's just so simple. I mean, oh. nowadays though. We'll do a tope suicida or whatever they want to call it. Five times a match and nobody cares because it's here. Well, I was I watched um, AW all out and the tree was final, which was the the EVPs against <laughs> what who was it? Was it 
Hangman and Dark Order. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, that's right. So, the, so you for like twelve minutes you had six guys all running around like you know, uh, whatever, bams, and um, and then it gets to the stage where. Omega and Paige are away to face off. It's like, but no, you two aren't the legal men. So wait, it's like, well, you've just let all that go. <laughs> it was the same as the what was that one? Oh, um, the eight man at No Way Out of Texas. It's like it's an unsanctioned match. It's like yeah, Owens trying to get in the ring and he's getting stopped by the referee. It's like well, it's unsanctioned. You don't let it count the pin. <laughs> I know the, the one that used to annoy me was um, if it was no DQ. Yeah, the referee would make them break on rope breaks. You know, like they really don't need to. I just talked about actually remember when Roy used to do like the polls and he has to had to vote. And one week it was like a, a no holds barred match, a street fight, or like a falls count it was pretty much the same match as the four options. Yeah. But that was look at Sean's bomb look. Clearly never meant that last wee bit. There must have been a pure wee bit of panic there when he goes up on his shoulders and falls off that like two inches. Obviously, it felt like a hell of a lot higher. The shots had a quiet 97 as well, you know. He was injured he all takes the time. Well, lost his um, smile, lost. Hiding Almost lost his there. career through a bad injury. Yes. <laughs> had, his, had his hair pulled out. I, I think most of Sean's 97 was backstage. Like you say, what was it? Won the belt back at uh, Rumble. Rumble. Got injured. We'll go with that line, right? Got injured. Okay. Came back at what, King of the Ring? Uh, two, uh, about, uh, a couple of weeks before, because he won the title. Every other still won the tags. That's right. Sorry, I, I tend to talk in pay-per-views, you might notice. Uh, but aye, they won the tag belts. Was referee at SummerSlam. Obviously, competes here. Has a brilliant. We'll probably we need to do that soon, don't we? Bad Blood pay per view main event. That's this like one of my all time favourites. This is his eighth televised match of the year. Oh, in September. And then, of course, if we go to beat Brett at Survivor Series when Brett tapped out, uh, go to beat Shamrock in December. Oh, love that spot. Builders going for a leapfrog and a wee poke in the eyes. That was a pay per view that could have just gone brilliant um, when the wound returned. Yeah. As a white, as a white hot baby face. Well, I, I've said before, see, see if they don't have Steve Austin lined up. See if they are at like maybe where they are now. Like for example, I, I think they call the audible and go with Owen. Yeah. Uh, if if that's not laid out as the the way it was, right? And they probably could have. I mean, how would that work, right? I, I, I've never thought of that before. What happens if they say, right, Owen's back, he's white hot, they put the belt on Owen at Rumble, and then it's Owen versus Austin? At WrestleMania? With the history they've got? To be honest, I don't think it mattered who was in the ring and who was dropping the title. No, it, it didn't. As much, I, as much as the, the VHS was like Tyson Michaels uh Tyson Michaels Austin. It was Tyson Austin, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was it was Austin the referee. Yeah. But no, I just mean from a story because like 
it suffers a lot right because Sean literally was injured running up to it he's a bad back yeah but like I'm just thinking because I always like a good bit of story when we're WrestleMania matches I've often said that it had Austin I mean Austin was a mega star right didn't matter right you see he's got the rub from Tyson but if, if you want a story I always say Brett was ideal but Owen might have been a good backup if he turned around mm-hmm. and put the belt on Owen the only thing that would have suffered for Owen was he would have been a sort of transitional champion but at least he would have had it yeah, it's far better than like you know by the May that turned him, that turned him heel and put him into the nation. You know, I mean, if anything, you could you could have had Owen coming back and just doing you know white hot baby face, but then sort of just do exactly what Brett was doing at the start of the year and you know whining about how his brother got screwed, etc. To the point where the fans are sick of him. Yeah. And then if you had only like 2000 when you had Benoit, Jericho, Angle, Taz coming in, the matches would have been absolutely epic. Uh, no, actually, I'd never ever thought of that. And I was like, because like, Owen was, remember, he came through the crowd and attacked Sean and you think, yeah. obviously people know there's something going on. Um, I mean, they, Owen could have probably, I know Davey and Bulldog asked for the release, but uh, Davey and Bulldog, uh, Davey and Nightheart, like, they could have so easily have stayed and, and been that, like, the newcomer of the Heart Foundation. Yeah. And you could have turned him heel after WrestleMania or in the lead-up to WrestleMania. Rick Rude. Looks absolute badass and like you watch someone in my eight um oh that we missed you there but they covered it that's enough of a distraction yep if you watch the 98 uh wcw he is just absolute badass i think he was training for in ring return at i think he was 39 when he passed i wanted to come back didn't he wanted bischoff to pay back his lawyers a lot london money yeah and Bishop's like, I can't. There's just notices a guy dressed like Stevie Richards in the crowd. He always doesn't know that yet. The right to censor. The white tie. Eh, the white shirt and the tie. Either that is from Ferguson. <laughs> it's quite funny. Look, there's that, obviously, that, a guy with like that and deck haircut. Yeah. Might be Declan Donnelly, actually. The sort of the curtains you called it, and they're not an oversized Curtain, denim shirt. Curtains with a mushroom, yeah. <laughs> oh god, look at that hideous WWF. I, you just read my mind there. Bulldog and Rude wouldn't have ever faced off, would they? Because Rude was a sort of star in WWF before Bulldog was. No, Rude uh, was there for about a year before the Bulldogs left. Uh, uh, he just when did, when did Rude leave? 91? No, 90. In between SummerSlam 90 and Survivor Series. And was that the cage match with Warrior or was it the last match? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a couple of TV ones afterwards he'd been insulting Big Boss Man's mama and uh, should have been on Earthquake Survivor Series team. Yeah, yeah, that again, that's me talking on pay per views. But yeah. Yeah. I it wasn't happy with the payoff, but you know, for carrying Warrior. 
that as well. No. But yeah, and then and then Bulldogs returned to like the October ninety, the final four of the ninety one number, your first pay per view. And then did they meet WCW? They would have been in WCW at the same time. Um, I think if they were involved, because I know like we did the Iron Man thirty minute against uh, Steamboat. Steamboat, Steamboat, and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dustin Rhodes, the the more talented um, Eric Watts. Oh, <laughs> um, well, met on say Nitro, which would have been. There was a couple of there was a couple of times where he was like facing Hennig or members of the NWO and and Rude did jump in and attack. Oh no, it's uh, a fancy match. I'm just trying to see now. David obviously Nitro Rude was retired. Um, and Clash of the Champions, twenty three, June sixteenth, nineteen ninety three. Big Van Vader, Rick Rude, Sid Vicious. Against Davy Boy Smith, Dustin Rhodes, and Sting. That's before. There's still been some good talent, but we need to do one of them, right? We'll, need, we'll pick a main event for that and we'll do one of them soon. We'll get through. We'll do. Oh, you want to do the Raw, don't you? You want to do the Watch Along of the Raw with uh, Foley How, and Triple H. Halloween Havoc 1991, or if we say 1995, we might get Simon back. Yeah. I'd like what, to come and talk wrestling with us. My first, uh, my first live wrestling show was a WCW show in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, we actually discussed this in one of the chats, Simon. Not all. What your first wrestling event was live? Mine was yeah. in ninety two. I think I actually got Sean and Brett. Um, well, I sat on you go. Here's my Johnny B. Bad beats Scotty Flamingo. So that's um, <laughs> t- Mark, t- tell Mark. me you're at WCW without telling me you're at WCW. Mark Marrow against Raven. Uh, Van Haber beats Max Payne. Um, Paul Orndorff beats Michael P.S. Hayes for the Television Championship. Doot, doot, doot. Cactus Jack beats Vinny Vegas. Big Nash. NWA champion uh, Barry Windham against US champion Dustin Rose for a double count out. Sting defeats Big Van Vader. And Davy Boy Smith Smith beat Rick Rude. It's, it's different. So not not different. only did they fight, I was that one. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the house was used to point uh, the spot where the face had pulled down the heels tights, and the heels running around his ass showing, <laughs> which Triple H and Flair used to do repeatedly. <laughs> this evolution of the house shows. There's your one arm pickup. It's almost like a back suplex. Brilliant, and absolutely brilliant. You're right with Bulldogs look, isn't it? It's uh, elements of Ultimate Warrior. Kerry Von Eric. Does yeah. anyone have, have arm tassels now? Oh, apart from Elias. Um, the last one I can remember before that was a boogeyman. Uh, yeah. Oh, here comes trouble. I think double trouble as well. 
he's fit. He's he's just transitioning now, isn't he? Triple H, you know, he's more of his outfits and that. He's moved away from the pompous snob. You know, those chinos will then be replaced with uh, <laughs> jeans. Half woman, or, half machine, all China. That's funny. There's what I seen was like when Triple H in China got Triple H China got the willy. <laughs> right. So it's now four on one. And there's no sign of heart foundations. But Owen was quick enough and coming out whilst the match was still on for Brett. Now, could you say that, you know, uh, Owen's accompanied Brett to a nearby medical facility? That <laughs> might have made a little bit of sense. Call nine one one. Now I don't know if that means the police or if that means the ECW wrestler. Yeah, talk about covering up the weaknesses. Look at the crowd; it's all standing. It's like a European night. <laughs> you know, you know these assholes, Stuart's coming to tell you to sit down. <laughs> it was like East of High School, like watch it uh, in Aberdeen. I don't do have stuff. I'm gonna go eat. And uh, the stewards would come to the back telling you to sit down. It's like, well, why don't you start at the front? And then, you know, people in the line of sight gradually works. Yeah. Trying to speak sense to five pounds an hour rock steady. Doesn't really work. Just come to the right end of this match. It's John mm-hmm. trying to set up for screeching music in the corner. Missed. Bulldog going for the power slam with the insurance policy. Barely seen by the referee. He never did a sweet chin music into a corner. I know. The other week week at Raw, he had, uh, it was like Edge had Dominic Mysterio tied up in the ropes and just set up to spear him. It was like, you know, that was always like a cool Andre spot. Now look, they're now attacking them on the edge. Oh, this is and this is this is actually quite good. Well, aye. I was like, he slips off that like staging. But you know, you've now had Rudin a fear. You've now had Triple H in a fear. And they just switch their music. And it, and it's <laughs> I'd stop. I'd stop getting. And then this bit as well with the <laughs> Triple H China. Oh, it looked the crowd try to stop it. Like yeah. <laughs> But this is I'm a, I'm I'm seventeen. I'm going, for fuck's sake, going, Brett, what are you doing? Get down there, help out. <laughs> Pedigree, because because uh, Bulldog never lost in the UK either. No, <laughs> and you can't say they're going to make him look strong. It'd be fair. No, because he said same music. And look, just to make it worse, Sean takes off the brace. In fact, is he, chuck, he chucks it to Diana at one point, doesn't he? Yeah. I think it's Triple H actually pointing over there, look. Like. 
and at the figure four, which Undertaker has told you is a very bad move to get stuck in. Even a little bit of clout. Coach of Blue Bugsmith. And look, they're still cheating. Still cheating. I guess like the WCW's next pay per view was it Halloween Havoc was like Piper and Hogan in a cage, like which was just after uh, Hell in a Cell, and a fan <laughs> actually tries to climb in the cage. Ever seen this? Age in the cage. Yeah, <laughs> Age in the cage. In fact, that's when Cornette started doing his um, his shoot what? promos. Bulldog still runs to turn it over and Rude flips it back. Oh, One punch. <laughs> All you need is like a knuckle duster. I, I mean, see if they were smart here, they would have shown something, somebody running backstage to get Brett and find that their, their locker room is locked or something like that. Oh, what was one they did? They had like a forklift done parked. Aye, the Nation aye. DX, I'm sure it was. Yeah, there's a, a forklift parked in front of the locker room so you can yeah. get out, you know? Something like that, you know, it's... I just give them an out so they don't think they're sitting backstage doing that. Or even if they'd done like a pre-tape, you know, like a, a pre-segment like uh, Hogan Rock at, at Mania and he says, you know, whatever happens, I'm going to do this by myself. Yeah. You went to McDonald's on Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah. You tried the new spicy McChicken, uh, chicken McNuggets. Tried them last time you were out. This is the first time I've discovered them. I'm in, I'm in Aberdeen, you know? It's literally, it's literally a third world country. And there you go. Bulldog passed out with the pain. And then the riot starts. Referee stoppage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nuclear heat. It's like, it was actually fine when folk would just like, you know, throw cups of, you know, juice or like scrumpled up sides in the room. That's where they started. And they started throwing cups of piss. Triple H is getting some heat as well. Sacrifice a good t shirt. All the shit you're getting thrown. Mike was on the mic. Did the heart remind me that the heart's actually come out yet? Not yet. Did they, did they eventually talk come about, out though? Talk about, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they basically talk about his lovely Diana and everything. Who's sporting a rather Steve Jobs esque polo neck? Oh. I'm surprised Bruce didn't say that Bruce Hart comes in and wins this match. Yeah. She's <laughs> Diana's trying to choke her. Oh, they will want to This is then enough to bring the hearts out when I see them scarping down. So they put the hands of Diana. But all that never mattered. 
you know, I do what you want to the brother-in-law, but don't touch the sister. Yeah. I've seen a Liverpool top and an Aston Villa top so far. There you go. Winner, new European champ, nuclear heat. A triple threat. You do wonder if that was maybe a name that was post thought about using. Nah, that's already been used in um, ECW. Uh, he's, had, uh, he's had. He's um, <laughs> had. It's always so good the way Triple H used to catch on his well. Well, I think that'll wrap us up until we revisit nineteen eighty seven. Any final thoughts on this event? Yeah, Owen, Brett, what are you doing? Still, <laughs> 25 years later. Yeah, it made them look utterly stupid. Yeah. One, one thing before we go, right? You know, you're a big South Park fan. Could you imagine if this was two years later when you had um, when South Park had done the Blame Canada song? And <laughs> <laughs> what Triple H and Sean would have done. <laughs> yeah, they, they would have played that. Um, well, I think that will wrap us up for now as Sean dodges bottles and various things. And to be fair to Bulldog, he doesn't nip up. He's still struggling to get to his feet. The Bulldog's a man's man, GR shouting. Oh, how somebody would be a man's man just over a year later. Um, but, Craig, thank you for joining me. Next time we will do definitely do your raw your raw review of September 97. Just two days after this. Well, we'll be back very, very soon to cover that. As always, thank you very, very much for listening. That was a Quite the Thing media production.